Hey, sugar blossoms and happy thirsty Thursday. Are you guys ready for what I'm going to start calling story time with Ellie? Mm-hmm. I have a story for you guys today. It's going to be a little bit of a mess, but if you're ready for it, I think it's going to be pretty fun. So last night I went on an adventure. Now to understand all the components to this story, there's a couple things you need to know. A, I have never been in a sex store before, before last night. B, I live in a van. C, Andrew, my boyfriend, left this morning to go on a trip for three months. That's all I'm going to say about it, but he's going to be gone for three months. He left this morning. All right, story time. Last night, I texted my boyfriend yesterday, I want to go to a sex store tonight. I've never been one. Let's go. He was like, bet, cool. So we go, and it was a great experience, you know? Like, I walk in there, first things I saw were, like, you know, those things, like penis straws or penis pasta or all these different things. Hilarious. I love it. I pretty much just had this big old smile on my face the entire time we were in there because it was just, it was just so, like, cute. Like, the whole place was cute full of sex positive shit, full of just funny shit, full of pleasure shit, like absolutely great. I loved it. But in the very center of the store stood a table. On this table stood an array of objects. There were a couple books, sex position books, pleasure books, all sorts of books. There were a couple toys. But in the very, very center stood a clone your willy kit. Now, This particular item in the store seemed to call my name. It seemed to call to my very soul as my destiny. I walk over there, and as soon as my skin touches the kit, it was like a spark, a pure magical spark happened. And I knew, I knew right then that I had to get it, and I had to pressure my boyfriend into cloning his penis for me so I could have his dildo. (sighs) Oh my god, it was perfect. I I was so happy that I was going to have this experience. Now, he was less thrilled at the idea. Um, he kind of asked me if I thought that it was really necessary. Um, <laughs> and of course it was necessary. Absolutely necessary. So I continue to carry this Clone Your Willy kit around with me through the store like my newborn child like this precious little thing in my arms and I get to explore a little bit I saw these little nipple vibration toys that terrify me so I put those back real quickly I also found panty vibrators with a remote so he could like mess with me in public um that also terrifies me so I put that back real quick too there was various things that I saw. Um, oh yeah, a couple years ago I heard about a brand called Tanga. I gotta finally feel and hold and see what Tanga cups are, what Tanga eggs are. And for anybody who's unaware, they're these really awesome male masturbation devices. So a lot of brands and a lot of things really focus on female masturbation, which is fantastic. Love it. But males have been kind of stuck with like boring pocket pussies for a long time until like a couple years ago. Um, more focus had been made on male masturbation devices. And Tango was a brand that really, really, really focused on men. So I really thought that was interesting. I was excited to finally see them. Um, Eggs are these tiny little discrete devices that just look like an egg and you pull it apart and it comes with a little pack of lotion and you get to lube it up and you can, it's really small and discreet so you can like fucking take it on a plane and go to like the little bathroom and pull it out and jack off with a little sleeve 
and come splurge all over the plane. No, please don't. Please don't. That's nasty. Um, splurge all over into the device. Yeah, yeah. And nobody is the wiser because it's discreet. It's small. It's cute as fuck. Yeah, I was really excited to see these things. And I got my boyfriend one, obviously, <laughs> for his trip. I'm really excited for a review, like a personalized review. Hopefully a little video comes with it. <laughs> crossing my fingers but if not if he needs to use it in a situation where he can't take a video that's okay too I won't be too sad I'll be a little sad I kind of really want the video because like I'm really excited to see how it works <laughs> anyway excited for that but more importantly was this clona willy kit that I pressured my boyfriend into getting with me Okay, so remember how I mentioned that I live in a van? Well, this kit requires specific water temperature. It requires a mixing bowl. Actually, two mixing bowls. But really, we only needed one mixing bowl. And it's a messy process. My van is not a fancy van. It's a bed in the back of a cargo van, basically. Like, that's it. It's not one of those fancy vans with electricity and running water and heated water and appliances. No, not yet. Eventually, yes. Now? No. I have bare necessities. So we have to heat this water. The only way that we can get the water up to 90 degrees Fahrenheit was to pull out a little <laughs> propane stove, a camping propane stove. And the only bowl we had to mix shit in was camping cookware. <laughs> so step one of this kit was measure dick. Okay, get hard, measure dick, cut the tube about a half inch longer than the dick. Okay, so he watches a little video that I made him of me masturbating I go down and suck his deck a little bit. He gets hard. We measure his deck. We cut the tube off. Step one, done. Easy peasy. Good to go. Step two, we prepped everything. So we got the water ready to heat. We got the like powder mixture ready to go next to it. We had paper towels down and I had like a thing to mix it with. I had my timers set up all ready to go. Now, if you guys listened to a couple episodes ago with Andrew, my boyfriend, you'll remember a little story he told about not performing well under pressure. He started to feel the pressure a little bit during this experience. And the more I thought about this and the more I considered it, the more we talked, the more doubt crept into my soul for this whole process. But anyway, I'm still excited. I still think this is fun. Okay, I love art. I think art is a really fun time. I love sex. Sex is a really fun time. This gotta combine both of those things, okay? This little art project combined sex and combined art boom fantastic night good time right right okay so next step step number three get him hard get him so hard that he fucking doesn't get unhard just you know wanted to get him hard (laughs) we started to have sex we had sex and he was like i want to come and i'm like babe no we have priorities here (laughs) so i made him stop and he's sitting there he's like okay i just have to stroke myself i started to get in focus mode zone mode okay i hop down i heat the water get it to 90 degrees pour the mixture in mix a mixture pour that shit in the tube interjection there is a rug in my van a rug this is sloppy messy shit the particular pot instead of bowl that i had to use (laughs) for this art project was not ideal and I started to pour that shit in the tube and it went everywhere I'm saying everywhere all over my goddamn carpet all over the place so now there is thick dried white stains 
on my carpet in my van. It literally looks like some dude splurged everywhere and had the whitest, thickest cum (laughs) on this goddamn planet. That's what it looks like. I'm going to try to clean it up. I don't have high hopes. Okay, back to the story. So I'm down there. I mix this shit up. I mix it up. Pour it into the tube. And I'm like, okay, babe, you've got two minutes. I don't have a chance to see his fucking dick if it's hard or not. I assume it is. He was really hard. Whatever. I hop up. And suddenly, the realization of what we're doing hits me. You guys, it fucking hits me. And I start having the hardest fucking time not laughing. I don't laugh. Okay? I just want to clarify. I do not laugh. If I had laughed, this entire thing would have been my fault. But I did not laugh. Okay, it was still partially my fault. But anyway, I'm there. I'm trying to keep him hard. I'm naked. Like, my pussy's out. He's always hard licking pussy. So he goes down. He starts licking my pussy. And then he looks up and he's like, this shit's already hard. And I'm like, yeah, it only takes two minutes for it to solidify. But it's fine. Like, you should just be able to pull your dick out. My thought process was he was surprised at how hard it was already. That it was done already. And that, like, this solid mixture was surrounding his dick. Like, I can understand how that might be a little disconcerting. No. No, sugar blossoms. That was not the case. In actuality, what had happened was while well, my little butt was down there mixing stuff and making a goddamn mess in my van... <laughs> He got soft. He got soft as a little cooked macaroni. He did not get his penis into the mold. (laughs) It was just goop. It solidified into goop. And he like poked once it was finally hard against the goop. And he was like, what the fuck? So all in all, failed art project. (laughs) But a funny fucking time. I'm not going to lie. I have zero regrets, you guys. I went to a sex store for the first time. I got excited. Um, I bought a little art project. We had sexy time and we died of laughter and bonded over failure (laughs) the last night that he was in town for three months. So 10 out of 10 recommend this Clone Your Willy kit if you can stay hard. (laughs) No, no. In all seriousness, execution was poor. We learned a lot and we'll do better next time for sure we'll do a lot better next time it'll it'll work out it'll work out just fine we have found tips online since trying this we have tips from people who have been successful since trying this so we have a pretty good idea of how to make it work next time we also read that the kit doesn't come with a whole lot of silicone and so a lot of people buy two kits anyway Because otherwise, it just doesn't cover the whole dick. It's shorter, basically. And that's kind of shitty. Like, I want the whole thing, damn it. But the kit was going to be a glow-in-the-dark, vibrating penis of my boyfriend. And I will still get one. I will be back with updates three months from now on creating a penis from my boyfriend. (laughs) So we will definitely try again. It was a really fun time, honestly, and I'm glad I finally went to a sex store, and I have decided that I'm going to be more sex toy positive in my life. So I've never been sex toy negative in my life. However, honestly, I've really not used sex toys. I owned one vibrator, and I've never liked it. It's one that goes in your pussy, like in your vagina, and vibrates, 
And that really never did anything for me. So personally, I'm all about clitoral stimulation. And so having something that goes inside of me and vibrates just doesn't really do much. I just need to like rub one out anyway. And so at that point, it's like easier for me just to use my fingers. Why would I want to make a mess and like have to clean this thing off when my fingers do a better job? However, I will say thank you to my wonderful boyfriend. He got me a Lulu 7 Plus. It's basically a smaller Hitachi wand. It's nicer. It's like really soft and elegant, pleasant to touch, pleasant to look at. Beautiful, really. It has 20 different settings and it remembers the setting that you turned it off at. So you can find the one that works for you and then the next time you want to use it, you just turn it on and it turns on to that setting, which is absolutely fantastic. And it's just like, oh, it's cordless it's pure clit simulation. You guys, he gave this to me maybe a week ago and I have used it almost every fucking day. I mean, I've always been somebody who masturbates like every day. Either I come from like sex or masturbation. I mean, obviously there's days here and there I don't, but I'm a really horny individual. So I'm like masturbating all the time. The fact that I'm using a toy to do this now is kind of mind-blowing and I'm using it so much is mind-blowing because I've been masturbating this much for years and never used toys. The most like toy usage I've had personal and with a partner before this Lulu was my first boyfriend. We would get those like little rubber, a little ring that you put on your cock and it just has this, like little vibrator on it and they're, and they're just like they last maybe like two to three hours max and then you throw them away you buy a new one. I actually really liked that. It was a good time. It was really nice but obviously there's there's better as I've finally discovered so my pledge to myself over maybe the next year maybe this year's new year's resolution for me is going to be treat myself better as far as toys go solo and with a partner so I want to start exploring that a little bit more with myself I encourage you to do the same I think it's really really good to spend a little bit more time and money on yourself um, and your pleasure it just it makes you feel better about yourself it makes you feel like more confident because when you value yourself more you understand that other people should be valuing you too so that's my little spiel about that i'm really excited it's going to be a good time and i love the little personal massager wand i actually really recommend it if somebody wants to try it out let me know what you think i think it's fantastic i love it a lot obviously (laughs) i use it like every day but anyway um so yeah that was story times with ellie kind of a long intro But honestly, I think that's probably the main event of this episode. I'm not going to lie. That was a really good time. Really good experience. (laughs) Great adventure. 10 out of 10 recommend. Also, if any of you guys listening are curious about this and buy Clona Willy and are successful, I want to see a dildo successfully done that's not just like an Amazon review. Like, I want to see somebody succeed with this because I have to fucking wait three months now before I can try again. So, you guys, this is your fucking challenge before three months are over actually succeed with this thing i'm fucking curious i want to see it done i'm so intrigued i think these things are the coolest motherfucking inventions of all time so much fun who doesn't like art who doesn't like sex go do it (laughs) and tell me how it goes okay so for the rest of this episode i'm basically going to be answering questions i've got two topics here one of them is sugar dating how to land your first sugar daddy and the other one is on female ejaculation. And it's pretty much just broad. I'm just going to talk about it a little bit. So stay tuned for those topics.
How to land your first sugar daddy. So I'm going to break it down again for you guys. I'm going to try not to repeat myself, but I am going to break it down in the most simplistic way that I can for you guys so that you can go out there and you can start working on this or you can figure out what you're doing wrong and fix it. Um, Because it's really not rocket science. It's really not that hard. It just takes a little bit of thought and effort, honestly. That's pretty much it. There are a couple factors with this though, right? And I'm going to tell you right now that a lot of times it's not you. It's just circumstance. It's timing. It's those little things that are out of your control. So obviously things you can't control, you just have to take it with a grain of salt and only change what you can't control. The biggest thing with this is that it's going to take time. It's going to take a while to find someone where your schedules line up, your goals and needs line up, your expectations line up, etc. Like everybody is wanting something different. So finding somebody where everything lines up with yours is a challenge and it can take a month. It can take years. It's something you have to be persistent at. It's something you have to have patience with because the first thing I'm going to tell you with the things you can change are that the most important aspect to all of this is before you get started, you know what you want and you set your goals. Okay, you're never gonna find a sugar daddy if you don't know what you want, what you're okay with, and you have that stuff figured out for yourself. You have to know why you're on the sites, you have to know why you want one, you have to know why you're working for it, or A, you're not gonna have the motivation, B, you're not gonna have it set up properly, and C, when it starts to happen, you're gonna freak out and you're gonna back out. If you set your goals, if you figure out your why, if you understand that stuff about yourself, you have the motivation to do it properly, to do it right, and you're ready to follow through when the opportunity presents itself. So the first thing would be the goals. The second thing is your profile. If you have a bad profile, you're going to get the slimy ones, ones that probably don't line up with your goals. If you have a shitty profile, you're going to get the guys on there who just want to hook up for 300 bucks. You're not going to have a real sugar daddy. So how do you have a good profile? Well, it's really just about how you present yourself. So you want to have good pictures. You want to be showing your face. You want to be showing your body. And you want to be showing that you can do the things that you want to do in your sugar relationship. So if you want to be a classy sugar baby and you want to go to fine dining, you want them to buy you nice stuff, you probably put a picture of you in formal wear. That's going to be the biggest and most helpful picture on there for a traditional sugar baby type arrangement. Preferably your whole body and nobody else in the picture in formal wear. A picture of your face. And when I say a picture of your body, I don't mean anything super raunchy. I just mean so that they can tell that you ha- what kind of figure you have, what kind of body type you have. And then, of course, your bio. So this isn't a time to brag. This isn't a time to make any demands. This is a time to show them that you are somebody who's going to add value to their life. So describe who you are. Say what your interests and your hobbies are. You want to match up with a sugar daddy that you can have conversations with and that you share passions with. So definitely describe who you are and what you're into, but also describe how you can add value to your life. So what are you offering? That's what they want. Majority of sugar daddies want a relationship that has no strings, a relationship that comes and goes when they need it for busy schedules, etc. So tell them that you can offer that. Tell them that, hey, look, I'm gorgeous. I'm young. I can offer these things. This is who I am. Does that seem like something and somebody you want a relationship with? Done. 
So that's really all you need to know about the profile. It's simple as that. It takes a little effort, takes a little thought, but that's it. Thirdly, professional conversations. Most of the slimy guys that are probably not going to line up with your goals and everything are going to start with a slimy conversation. They're going to have stupid pickup lines or they're going to not spell correctly. Whatever, just ignore those fuckers. You don't need them. Professional conversations. Say what you want. Say what you're looking for. All out of the way right away. That's what's worked best for me. Sometimes it's nice to start things off with a conversation, but most of the times when things actually work out, it's people being upfront and communicating clearly from the get-go. Knowing what you're getting, knowing what you want, and having that on the table right away usually sets up the best arrangement possible. Okay, next, meet and greet. You have to do the meet and greet. Expect nothing, no allowance, no gifts. This is to see if you guys have chemistry, and this is a really, really, really important aspect to all of this, and this is a big reason why arrangements do not last, is because sugar baby, sugar daddy, they just want something to work. They don't actually have chemistry. The arrangement falls apart within a month. This is important. If you can't hold a conversation, you probably don't want to be their sugar baby. If you get slimy vibes, (laughs) you probably don't want to be their sugar baby. It's really all about feeling your gut, seeing if there's a connection there, seeing if there's chemistry there. That's really it. That's how you land your first sugar daddy. Anything more, anything less is just circumstantial, situational, and it's out of your control. So like when you find that person, if you're t- if the timing is right, so your schedules line up, all of those things just have to fall into place and it takes time for you to find the person. And it's going to depend a lot about where you live, too. There's going to be different opportunity in different places. So maybe, depending on you and your life and your situation and your goals, maybe you should look for sugar daddies in another place. Maybe you should relocate. Maybe you should find a sugar daddy that's willing to ship you there. I say that, (laughs) but I just mean, like, fly you there. I've had people offer to fly me to them on like a weekly basis so I'd spend like two days with them or whatever every single week they would fly me there every single week I've had that offered before it's a thing it exists it just depends on your life your lifestyle your schedule what you want is this more of a full-time thing for you or is it more of a part-time thing for you all these things go back to that first step of figuring out what you want, what your goals are, what you need, etc. After that most of it is just some logic, some common sense, some brain, some smarts and hoping things fall into place. That's how you land your first sugar daddy. All right, next question. Female ejaculation. Mmm, tasty stuff. The nectar of the gods, as they used to call it, right? That stuff lining your bed. Yummy. All right, what is it? Is it pee? Who does it? How do you do it? These are all questions that just get circled and circled and circled, and nobody really knows the answers to, right? Well, actually, we do have some answers. Female ejaculation is actually pretty common. Okay, so I found some numbers in this this article called Prevalence and Characterization of Female Ejaculation, and this was done in 2017, and it concluded that a whopping 69.23% of participants experienced ejaculation during orgasm. What a fantastic number. (laughs) Okay, so there's some numbers for you. Is it pee? Is ejaculation the same thing as squirting? All these questions. So many fucking questions. Okay, ejaculate comes from the female prostate. So it actually is its own fluid, okay? It's usually a thicker, whitish fluid, um, sometimes described as resembling like a very diluted milk, okay? Um, It does contain some of the same stuff as semen does, so that's pretty cool. 
So the female prostate, that's actually technically called the skein's glands, right? The female prostate, way easier. So we're just going to say that it's basically located in the front of the vagina, the, like the vaginal wall, okay? So, okay, jury's out. It's not urine. However, it can contain some of the stuff that urine does. But that doesn't mean that ejaculate is the same thing as urine. They're very different things. So that's comforting, right? I think that's pretty comforting. The other things that I want to mention, some other just facts, is that you can actually release like a lot of this stuff. If you're somebody who gets done with this incredible, mind-blowing orgasm, and you're like sitting there trying not to like die from like the waves of sensitivity and like pleasure going through your body, and then you like move a little bit, and there's like this super wet spot underneath you, I mean, this is what happens to me, I don't know what happens to you, (laughs) but if that happens to you, you don't freak out because... You can release up to like up to or more than like half of a cup. There can be a lot of this stuff coming out of you. Another study, I'm gonna shoot just a couple more numbers at you. In 2013, they had 320 participants, and the amount of ejaculate released, they said, can range from approximately 0.3 milliliters to more than 150 milliliters. So yes, there can be a lot, and it's a good thing. Um, it's because it doesn't smell like anything. It can like taste sweet though, so it, it does have like a su- sweetness to it. But there's not a lot of there's not a lot to it. It's just it's just some happy juice. So how does it get released? This is a great fucking question because it's actually different for everyone. So everybody is going to have this kind of happen for them in different ways. It can be G-spot stimulation. It can be clitoral stimulation. It can be outside of an orgasm. It can be because of an orgasm. They're really, it's been reported to happen in all of these scenarios. So it's going to be different for everyone. For me, the only time I release female ejaculate or happy juice or nectar of the gods is when I have a really good orgasm typically it has to be one that's really been building for quite a while and has like a really good release so there are different levels of orgasms right when i masturbate i am typically far far too lazy to give myself the same kind of orgasm as if somebody else gives me an orgasm it's harder for me to orgasm from somebody else it's something that i've been working on for a really long time um but for maybe the first two years that I ever started having sex, I could not come with a partner. And I was too shy to make myself come. Like, I wouldn't touch myself during sex. I had a pretty difficult process becoming a sexual being uh, because of shame and just being in my head too much. But now, as I've been growing and learning and as I can orgasm with other people, it still is work. So if somebody else is going to give me an orgasm, it takes a lot out of me because I have to get my mind right and get my body right and it has to be in the right spot. It has to be the right pressure. All of these different things have to happen and line up and it usually takes a long time. I'm not going to lie. If somebody is doing it to me or for me, it usually takes around 40 minutes, 45 minutes for me to orgasm. And if I do it myself, so if they are fucking me and I am pleasuring myself or whatever, it's really quickly. So it's not like every time I have sex, I have to have specific pleasure being aimed at me for 45 minutes in order to come. No, there's plenty of routes we can take around that. But if it's somebody eating me out or somebody fingering me, it usually takes longer. I think probably the soonest I'd be able to come from somebody fingering or eating me out would be like 
25 30 minutes and that would be that'd be pretty quick for me so anyway it takes a long time there's a lot of building there's a lot of kind of edging almost happening because I'll get really close and then I'll lose it and then I'll get really close and I'll lose it up until like the climax happens so that's how an orgasm works for me and the only time I release this female ejaculate is when that's been happening and building and I have like a big orgasm all right you guys thank you so much for hanging out with me that does it for this episode couple things though I love doing this show I love the podcast so much I have so much fun it's a great hobby and I love that you guys are here every week listening to the show and enjoying it my goal is to really just keep it fun for everyone keeping it fun for myself as I do this and keeping it fun to listen to while also maybe being a little educational and helping a couple people out that being said it is a lot of work and it is very time consuming and so in order for me to keep doing this I have come to the conclusion that I might just need a little bit of support so I have decided to set up a patreon now what this means is I'm not going to start adding advertisements or anything to the show if you don't have the means to support it. I totally understand. I'm not asking for anything from you. Continue to enjoy it. That's not what the point of this at all. But if you do and you want to support, this will give you a way to do so. Basically how it works is you can do a donation, a single donation one time if you would like. Or you can sign up and support me every single month. A donation as little as a dollar. I don't care. Whatever you guys want to do. It's just to help me be able to justify spending as much time and effort as I do on it every single week. So, the other and the only last thing I want to say about that Patreon is... It is the only place I think there's ever going to be Sugar Pussy merch available. Now, because it does cost for me to provide any merch at all... The tier to get the merch is kind of high... And that's just the way it has to be. However, the tier to get stickers, like Sugar Pussy stickers, is low. So if you guys are interested in Sugar Pussy stickers, which you're going to be seeing a lot more of lately on Instagram, um, go check it out. I think they're really cool. Some of them are just like the lips. Some of them say Sugar Blossoms. There's going to be all sorts of stickers. Like, who doesn't like stickers for your water bottles, for your laptops, all sorts of things. I think stickers are great. So... If you're interested in stickers, that's great. Otherwise, the top tier is a loyalty thing where you'll, you'll, you will get a loyalty thing where you'll get four different things. You'll get a sticker, you'll get a mug, you'll get a t-shirt, and you'll get a tote bag. It's all going to be sugar pussy related. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, that's totally up to you guys. If you're interested in that, that's just the only place that I think I'm going to have merch available. So, at least for now. So, all that being said, that's going to be my pitch for my Patreon. And other than that, all I really need from you guys is you continuing to love and support and listen to the show and some follows on social medias or wherever you're listening to the podcast. All right. I will see you guys next week. If everything goes well, I'm going to have a really fucking cool interview for you next week. So be looking forward to that. All right, you guys. I am your host, Ellie Ray. Thank you so much. I will see you next week. Oh, I love a good sugar pussy. <laughs>